Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Integral Podcast. It has been an interesting week on the income tax front. The government had announced income tax refunds wherever refunds were due. However, there has been a lot of confusion over the emails being sent by the income tax department to the taxpayers. Some are saying that these are tax recovery notices and not refunds. If this is true, then what happened to the promised refunds? To answer this, we are joined by, by our resident expert, Hethal Shah. Hethal is a chartered accountant and is an expert at direct taxation. Hello, Hethal. Welcome back to another uh, episode on this Integral Podcast. Thanks, Sanjeev, for having me here. So there has been a lot of uh, observations being circulated on social media uh, stating that the income tax department now has started recovery proceedings using what some might call uh, arm twisting methods that is by adjusting outstanding demands against the refunds due. So now, uh, I mean, just two weeks ago, the government actually announced that they're going to grant refunds to everyone that is up to pays five lakhs. And now it is being said that, you know, they're adjusting uh, uh, demands against refunds. So what exactly is going on? Okay, uh, let me tell you, uh, firstly, uh, whatever uh, notices that have been issued, whatever is there circulating in social media is not right. Whatever notices are coming are all related or linked to issuance of refund. So there is, uh, if you ask me, there is no arm testing activity that is going on. It's a regular process which has been followed before and which has been carried out now let me explain you what is the whole process of refund basically um, yeah. uh, any refund your due refund when you file your return of income so assuming for uh, financial year 1819 you have filed your return of income and claimed a refund of say 1 lakh rupees okay the process of uh, processing the, uh, the refund would be uh, something called an intimation under 143.1. So once the intimation is issued, right. out of that intimation, the refund is determined. Once the refund is determined, before the refund is issued, there is a process wherein if there are any outstanding dues uh, for the same assessee, when I say assessee, any particular individual who is paying tax is known as an assessee. Yes. If, if he is paying, uh, if there are any dues uh, by him, then they send out something called 245 letter intimation okay. what okay. is 245 intimation they'll ask they'll intimate the assessee that there is so much of demand for earlier years so is this demand correct or wrong if it is wrong give your response what is your response against that if it is right you say you agree with it then first we recover the outstanding demands which are there and we'll issue the balance refund so the right. point to be understood over here is it is giving an opportunity for the assessee to respond to the outstanding demands. If it is wrong, he okay. can respond saying that you don't adjust, this is wrong, there's some rectification to be done or there's some appeal or whatever. Okay. There is an opportunity for somebody to reply. reply. So when you see what they are issuing is the reminders, this 245 would have come much earlier or it may be coming now, hmm. asking the SSE to respond to the outstanding demands. Hmm. So unless that is responded hmm. within 30 days, then it is automatically understood that they have nothing to say and the uh, income tax department can go ahead and adjust the refund. Adjust the refunds. So yes. now, uh, now see, 
what do you think caused this confusion is uh, because i have seen some of those emails myself and uh, no one does it uh, say what you've just stated so do you think this is a pure case of uh, miscommunication by the income tax department it is not a miscommunication i would say that they have not uh, expressly stated that this is the process otherwise whatever i have been saying is the process which have, they have been following from quite a long time any refund once it is determined they send this 245 asking them to respond whether there is any uh, objection which you have to file or not so this is nothing which is new it's a regular process and in fact they are sending reminders to all the people where 245s have been sent before and where it has not been responded so okay. at least assessees uh, can respond and uh, income tax can process the income tax refund so okay. these uh, uh, reminders were never uh, coming before i mean there used to be reminders but not hmm. uh, a gentle reminder for you to uh, respond unless you respond their uh, their hands are tied either to set off the outstanding demand or yeah, yeah. not issue the refund not issue the refund so now let's just take this uh, uh, a little bit further so now what happens if i uh, object to their setting off the demand with the refund so what See, happens once you next? yeah it is like this assuming uh, the demand uh, uh, is created because the tds credit has not been given to you hmm. then what happens is you respond saying that i object to the demand this is basically due to tds credit non credit of tds uh, in the returns hmm. so uh, what they do is either you file a rectification or uh, you write a letter saying that these are the tds amounts which are not credited to you Right. once you file a rectification either the rectification will be taken up immediately or they keep it aside and they see that they do the rectification later and they don't adjust it and they give you the whole demand so oh. when i say this assuming you have a demand of 50000 rupees for financial year 1617 right that demand has come because the tds credit has not been given to you hmm. and if you object to this 245 what hmm. they'll do is if they have machinery to respond or check the rectification they'll do the rectification and not adjust but hmm. in case they feel it is going to take time to rectify then they will uh, just keep the demand in abeyance and they'll issue the entire refund of 1 lakh rupees which is due to you due to you so uh, that means that at a later stage uh, if they are choose to reopen your case they can recover the uh, refund granted to you as well am i right they can recover if it is uh, genuinely uh, 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 payable when okay. i say this assuming this 50000 whatever example i was giving you some time back okay. if that 50000 tds has not been deposited by the other person or there is some mistake in you claiming the tds okay. in that case this 50000 will be uh, raised as a demand and you'll have to pay that 50000 rupees along with the interest along with the interest okay so now there there has been a lot of uh, talk of again startups also being harassed uh, similarly so now uh, i think you you are the best person to actually uh, tell our listeners what's happening with uh, startups as well see the startup also is the same thing basically um, if you remember in the financial year 1213 there is one section which was introduced uh, which taxed the premium unjustified premium that's now, there have been so many demands which have been raised during that financial year 
uh, in relation to the unjustified premium. Yeah. You know the fact that uh, most of the people will know the fact that the startups will have high premium and the basis of valuations is uh, completely different than what has been shown in uh, what is there in income tax. Yes. So there have been issues in the earlier uh, cases wherein they have uh, raised demands uh, stating it to be unjustified premium. Mm -hmm. Of course, subsequently there have been amendment in the laws which they have allowed uh, startups to have uh, where they'll not be taxed under this section. But then historical uh, additions are there. So there has been one press release which has come specifically wherein they have told that they'll not enforce the demand which has been raised in relation to the addition made of unjustified premium for premium. the financial year 12, 13 and subsequently. And so they have made this, it very uh, clear. Sorry, uh, so when did this press release come, come out? 2019? This has, <coughs> yes, correct. And in fact, uh, that was the old press release and recently they have also clarified CBDT has come out with a press release stating that they're not going to enforce this uh, demand and uh, whatever demands there are shown. See, basically, if you see the social media and all that stuff, mm. they are saying that the demand outstanding has been shown for uh, the uh, against the refunds uh, that are being issued. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing they should understand is this is all system generated and this is a process which they have been following for a long time. Okay. So when they issue that 143.1 which I told earlier 143.1 is nothing but the intimation, intimation for processing the refund or refund. any of your returns. That is the yeah. basic uh, processing. Yeah. In that you will have one sheet wherein all the outstanding demands will be mentioned over there. Yes. It will mention what are the demands outstanding. So that need not mean that they are going to recover that since there is a press release specifically stating that they're not going to enforce this demand on to the startup companies. Yeah. What the startup companies have to do is just go and object to the adjustment of the refund. Okay. As long as they do that, those refunds will not be adjusted and they'll be issued the refund. Uh, by uh, objecting, you mean that uh, response will have to be filed uh, online? As, yes, there yeah, is something online. called 245 intimation which comes okay. in that they have explained the process. How do you object to the uh, adjustment of the refund? Okay. Once you object in online, there is an option where you say that this demand is out of the addition made on security premium in case it is security premium. Okay. And you refer to the circular dated 22 30th of August, which is circular number 2290. Mm -hmm. In that uh, case, uh, they will not adjust the refund and they'll issue the whole refund. Okay. All right. So now security premium is nothing but the share premium to all our listeners. Share premium. Yes, that's right. Okay. That's basically assuming you issue shares at say a value higher than the face value. If you are issuing, uh, issuing shares at 1000 rupees, that is a 10 rupees face value and 990 premium. Yeah. 990 is the share premium or security premium. Right. So now, uh, Chronologically speaking, first uh, a taxpayer would get an intimation, okay, uh, which would contain uh, the section number 143 bracket 1A, right? So no, and 1A is uh, basically before the intimation is issued. Okay. 143 1A is uh, an uh, adjustment which has to be done in the return if there are any errors in this uh, return. Yeah, if there are any discrepancies in the return, for example, if uh, the exempt income is shown in a different column and it does not match with the different head mm -hmm. or there is a TDS which has been appearing in 26 years and not claimed by you 
or vice versa so mm. all the discrepancies in the return of income is been highlighted in 143 1a wherein they give you an opportunity to say that if there is any discrepancy you can either file a revised return or give your reply against it okay. once you give a reply under 143 1a then 143 1 intimation is issued sure. so let me yeah. while you have picked up this point let me tell you that there are a lot of 143 1a's also which were pending okay. and they have sent and reminders for all these people asking them to reply to 143 1a which is also a measure to ensure that the refunds are issued faster so that should not be construed as any demand that is going to come. Come. Right. So once you have 143.1 issued to you, that document will clearly state the amount of refund you're going to receive along with the interest. Right. So if. Uh, not, yes, that will be in 143.1 intimation. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if not, then you'll have to object using the mechanism given under section 245, wherein you say why the previous outstanding demand shouldn't be adjusted against this uh, refund. Correct. You're right. Right. So now all these refunds are now being released completely electronically. Uh, am I right? So. It's all electronic unless you specifically uh, opted in your return of income to get a uh, physical refund. All okay. these are electronic. In fact, uh, there are few uh, cases wherein where you've opted electronically, uh, not electronically, physical refund. They are sending out an email wherein you can change the option from a physical option to an e-option where the refunds can come by way of ECS directly. Mm -hmm. So even that emails are coming. So these are all emails or uh, communication to enable the department to ensure that the refund is issued faster now coming back to the topic of startups so what should they do once they start receiving these emails see uh, it is like this depends on what has come as uh, just to uh, recap on all the chronology of the things first you will get 143 1a then you get 143 1 then you get 245 and right. after in case there is no uh, adjustment then you get the refund so that's the general chronology of the event now, in case they are getting any email in relation to 143.1a, then they have to reply to 143.1a, whether they accept, object, or uh, deny to whatever they are <coughs> proposing to adjust in 143.1a. Right. And there is no time limit on, on response, uh, response to these notices, right? So I have, uh, or 30 have days is the time limit. In fact, uh, the time limit is 30 days. If you don't respond, uh, they will close the uh, time for uh, response and they assume that whatever they have issued uh, is all correct and they go ahead and issue 143.1. Oh, this is an extremely important point to, to all startups and taxpayers who are looking out for refunds. Please ensure that you respond to those emails, do not ignore them because there is only yes, that, 30 days time. That is very important. In fact, it will not even give an additional day. It's all system generated. Yes. If they've given you 30 days time on the 31st day, the response uh, tab will get closed and you will have to then, uh, if you have to rectify anything, it will be only by way of a rectification under 154 and not otherwise. Again, if it slips under 154, then it will go to the assessing officer and then a whole new process will start. So that is going to take a long time. 
uh, it may not be it may not be but yes 154 is nothing but a rectification let me explain what is 154 okay. assuming there is this 143 one intimation which we've explained before which has been issued and then right. you find that there are some credits which are not issued for to you or there is some computation error then yeah. you can ask for a rectification of intimation online now, as long as the rights are there with CPC, the rectification will be done by CPC. But if there is some technical issue involved, then the rights will get transferred to the assessing officer and the rectification will be carried out by the assessing officer. So in case the rights get transferred to assessing officer, the refund process will definitely be, get uh, delayed. But if in case it is within CPC, then it may get processed faster, but it is in the better interest of the SEC to respond to 143.1a rather than waiting for getting 143.1 and filing and rectification. Right, right. So, so right now, the as per the statistics released by the Income Tax Department, they've already released over 9,000 crores to various taxpayers, which is roughly half of the uh, target that they had set of 18,000 crores. So it's fair to expect. Uh, the 18,000 crore to be entirely paid out in the next 45 days to uh, 60 It days. will be done. The kind of emails which we are receiving, uh, which our clients are receiving, if we see, these are all emails which will enable them to issue the refunds. It's only in process which they are following to ensure that the refunds are issued. So I'm sure all the other refunds also will be issued. Right. So the biggest takeaway from our chat is that please respond to all the emails that you're getting from the income tax department within timelines so that you have money in your hands. Yes, that's right. All right. Thanks a lot, Hetal, for joining us on another episode. And we hope to thanks, have you back Sanjeev. soon. Yeah, thanks, Sanjeev. Thanks for listening. Hope you like the show. This episode was brought to you by Integra Books. Integra Books provides a business owner with a unique solution which combines an easy-to-use accounting software with a dedicated accountant. Integra Books is an authorized partner of Zoho. With Zoho's 40-plus apps, you can put your entire business on the cloud. For more on what we do, please visit integrabooks.co or drop in a line to contact at integrabooks.co. Our social media links are in the description box below. So get in touch with Integra Books to transform your business.